Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. When we have dreams and goals, but our loved one or someone else doesn't believe in us, it can paralyse us. Salvos clinical counsellor Warren Draney explores the importance of self-belief and believing in other people. Warren, it's so important to believe in someone when they're trying to achieve something, isn't it? It is, Chris, because one of the things that um, modern neuroscience is showing us is that um, our brain's actually geared towards the negative. It's geared towards the negative for a simple reason, so that it keeps us alive. However, when people are trying to achieve something and these negative thoughts or these negative um, emotions and fears are popping up all the time. So another person actually believing in them and trying to help them work through some of the thinking that is going on for them may actually help them to achieve what they may not have achieved if they had to listen to their own thinking. Is there any research about how a person performs as a result of knowing that someone believes in them? Chris, I think um, the the subject of believing in somebody actually comes back to the relationship that people have with one another. And there's some really interesting research in terms of attachment that has occurred over quite a number of decades now in regards to how that actually supports and helps people feel secure, not only in their relationships but within themselves. Attachment occurs very early on um, from the, the point of birth up until about say, two or three years of age, where the child learns to attach to the primary caregiver. Now, there can be different forms of attachment there. There can be secure attachment and insecure attachment. But the more secure a child is, the more they're willing to explore and willing to adventure out into the world. You may have even noticed with your own children that, you know, when they're starting to learn to walk, they'll walk a little bit away from mum or their primary caregiver, and they'll turn and look back just to make sure they're still there. Yeah. This also goes on in our adult relationships later on too. You know, there's been some research done in the teenagers and how even if a child had insecure attachment, the friendships and the strong friendships they have as teenagers may help them develop a more secure attachment, a more firm belief in themselves and their abilities. Happens in our adult years too in the relationships that we choose. And attachment to our loving partner really becomes the thing that allows us to feel secure therefore more able to adventure out and explore the world and do things that we're trying to, you know, take on achievements and stuff like that. So that partner believing in us, being there for us, being that secure base that we can return to in the tough times and in the hard times really does help us to achieve the things that we want to achieve. And doesn't that just speak of how important it is to encourage the other person and say it's okay if you fail because you can pick up and start again and you can do it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, Chris, um, you know, a loving relationship is a relationship that's like that. That no matter whether another person succeeds or fails, they're actually just there for that person because they love that person and they want to be there for that person. Yeah, and encourage them to make it. Yes. I think there are a number of things that get in the way of us um, actually helping um, somebody believe that they can achieve what they want to achieve. I think, um, you know... The, 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 some of their own fears we project out onto other people. You know, our own fears of failure, our own fears of success even, um, we project them out onto the other person and saying, oh, look, don't try that, it's dangerous. Yeah, self-projection, right? You know, or don't try that, you'll know you'll only fail. Yeah. You know, when it's not really about what the other person is doing at all, it's more about what our own insecurities are, our own self-beliefs about ourselves. Yeah, that's a that's a huge... Well, I think the more secure you feel within yourself and the more aware of your, you, you become of yourself as well too, 
the more you're actually able to be present for other people. I think often in society, the reason that we're not able to be present for other people is we're not even able to be present with ourselves. And we're not able to be there and feel secure enough within ourselves to actually feel secure enough with somebody else. How do we change that? Well, I think self-awareness is a really big thing that can um, help there, you know. Um, Reading some books that, you know, talk about these issues, talking to a counsellor or a psychologist about these issues, talking to a local church pastor about some of these issues as well too. And just allowing yourself to even form groups of friendships that are encouraging where you're able to be very open and honest with other people and get their healthy feedback as to what's going on for you. Do you think that we, as loved ones, should we believe in someone if we think that they're not really able to do it anyway? Um, Chris, obviously there's a number of questions that come up here. Is it going to be unsafe for the other person, you know? Or is this actually just going to be a learning experience for them? You know, even looking at boundaries within the context of the family, and we've spoken about boundaries before, but even just saying, you know, well, this is where I stop and this is where they start, you know? They've got, they're going to make their own choice about this anyhow, but how do I be there for them no matter what the results are? Yeah. You know? What is it that I can do that I'm responsible for? There's really good questions to ask in this time. You know, what is their responsibility? What are they responsible for as well? Yeah. It's a pretty big issue, isn't it, when we start to unpack it? it it's a bigger issue than um, we realise because it involves relationships. Yeah. And any interpersonal relationships are very, are very complex as well. And it becomes something about even going back to that attachment that I was talking about earlier, is that's where we learn to relate. And if we haven't learned to relate well there in those first couple of years even, it is then difficult for us to be present with and relate to others later on in life. So then, Warren, to sort of uh, wrap it up, what sort of things can we do then to um, believe in someone else, to show them that we're there for them? Chris, that's, that's a great question. And I think it comes back to some of our just basic interpersonal skills in life. If we're able to just be present for somebody else, I think the gift of being present for somebody is a very precious gift because in our rush society today, we don't even we don't often have that gift given to us. You know, people are just way too busy. I think being able to listen to what the person is actually trying to do, listen to some of the struggles they're having, just be there and be present and listen for them is really important. I think encouragement as well too. Encourage the, the, the parts of them that are strong to continue to grow. Encourage the creativity that they're using. Encourage them to just be a good person and to follow their dreams and to follow their values. is really important things that we can do. I think that's what makes up believing in somebody else. Salvo's clinical counsellor, Warren Draney. If you need help with self-belief, you can talk to Warren or one of the team by going to salvoscounselling.salvos.org.au. This is Light and Life.